I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, New Year did not finish that feeling of being muffled, starting new things. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters podcast, the CMP. I'm Amy, and this is episode 483, Atmospheric River. Snap! Just like that, it's a new year, and well into the first month. And that was true when I first got ready for this show and thought this show was on its way. And now, that moment? That's a bit in the rearview mirror, too. The sun is even shining today. The sun is even shining today. And I think it might really be almost the first... Well, it is the first weekend day that is typical. So the sun is shining today, but I'm not going to change things up. The weather out the window may have dried up a bit, but I, I am still feeling submerged in an atmospheric river of sorts. It muffles things. Some things are acute. Every creak, every cough, every shift of the floorboards, but mostly everything is muffled somehow, suspended, adrift, soft and fuzzy, yes, a little bit, but muffled. I don't even know if shh or snap is accurate or adequate or which one of those two things it might be because they feel diametrically opposed and opposite. I feel like I've been hibernating somewhere all wrapped up in this heavy cocoon, one that put and kept things on hold, one that muffles the sounds around me. It isn't the way I like to start a new year. I like the crispness of the new year. I like to keep it soft a bit malleable, but still fresh, crisp, hopeful, cracking open a new set of months that have the potential to be shiny, whole, magical, beautiful, hopeful, nourishing. With the turn of the year, I like to start new things and put new plans and habits in place and see what happens. Talked about this often. I like to start it all on day one. Start it all because I've always been told whatever you do on day one is what you do all year long. Silly, I know, it's silly. I like the blank slate, even if I know I will quickly fill it with carryovers from the year before, even if I know that the same things will still probably be the same things. There's still this sense of blank slate. There's always that span of time where 
things seem possible, where I open myself up and cast my mental net, maybe my heart net in some way, what is it I want to do? This year, I wanted all those things, all those New Year routines, the time to soak in that week or so of possibility, the time to soak in that feeling of possibility, that feeling that things will be different this year, that I can make a difference or that I can change things, that I can shift some needle, some life needle one way or another, that I am in charge rather than that the world is in charge. It's a really small window of time where that might be possible to think that way, where I open myself up, the expanse of the year ahead. I needed those things, but things have just felt a bit off. And that feeling of off has gotten more and more intense, more and more intense, more and more muffled. So first, the reason that this show is coming in out of order, if you noticed that, is that I want to explain that the previous episode, which should have appeared mid-December, didn't. It's technically a very December show. But I am going to release it as is. I'm not going to re-record it. I'm not going to dive into it in a different way just because I missed December. It is a December show, but it is relevant to winter, to journaling and illustrated journaling, and to a beautiful book that I like to revisit now and then. So I wanted to explain that without re-recording any of it. I didn't plan for it to come out late. I really didn't. I removed some things in listening back, some of the extras, things that really did feel too December. But otherwise, it is what it is. It is what it was. A winter show recorded from the perspective of pre-New Year. So I hope you'll still listen. I hope you listen with an open heart, with an openness to the possibility of a project, of documenting your life, and of starting anytime and where you are. Thank you to those of you who listen to the CMP, who check for new shows and find time in your schedule to pull up the CMP and let it play. I always hope that the words find an easy place in the background of your art making or your daily walk or your commute. There is so much media out there So, so, so much, and so many really big things that you can read, watch, listen to. I thank you to those of you who make a space for this tiny little show. So, how did the new year start for you? How did the wind down of the old year go? Did you manage to wrap some things up? finish off some projects, tie things up with a bow. Maybe you took a few minutes and used the end of year and start of year questions that I shared 
I share those every year. Maybe you did a creative year sketch note, a sketch note looking back at the projects you did in 2022. I did. I did do it. I made a point to do it. It showed me some things. It is always a useful project and process. It showed me a number of DNFs. DNFs did not finish. Maybe that's always true. I think I probably always start and don't finish things. It's especially true with my knitting. But even in my art, I have more DNFs maybe than I used to. But last year, it seemed especially true. A lot of DNFs. I think we have this view that tells us that a DNF I did not finish is a bad thing, a sign of a failed project, a symbol of not sticking with things, not seeing things through, a warning sign that we are too unfocused. But really, there is no shame in DNFs. I know it can feel like you have to hide them or you should feel bad about them. But really? Who is that for? There is no shame in a DNF. Sometimes projects just don't work or we don't love them or we overextended ourselves or it just wasn't the right time or we liked doing something else more. There are all kinds of reasons for a DNF. I had a few big ones, and I had a few small ones, ones I didn't finish by just a few days even. And when I sat and made my sketch note, I looked at those head on. It was okay with me that I didn't finish this or that, or that I did 20 plus but not 30, and so still pegged it as a DNF. These stats don't win prizes or points. No one else is taking stock of whether or not you did or did not finish. It might not even matter to you. I just found it curious to look at, to say, what did I do in the year? What did I start? Oh, I did this project, but I did not finish. Compared to these other projects that I did finish, and that were really important all the way through. Once you realize that these stats don't really matter, other than that they provide you a little bit of insight into what did or didn't work for you, or what you might still want to get to that you just didn't really manage to see through the way you wanted to before, it's easy then to look objectively at the year. What actually happened creatively? What actually got started, finished, or left behind? Your sketch note doesn't even need to give an opinion on that. But in your head, or separately, make a list, do some journaling, you can think about it. What got started and not finished, and how does that make you feel? Or what got started, not finished, that still tugs at you? And is there something you need to do about that? One of my big ones, big projects, was a DNF that hurt. It was a DNF that I 
really struggled with. Mid-year, late summer, I was really struggling with letting go. Not wanting to let go, but ultimately letting go. Giving myself the grace of saying, I just, I can't do it right now. It isn't working. So that one felt really personal. And it was a hard one to sort of swallow in my year. But DNFs happen. On the flip side, I had a lot of wonderful and soul-filling projects last year. My illustrated journal is a mainstay. It is a mainstay in my days. And I think that the Inktoe portraits and Birdtober mashup I did was probably my best project last year. Those things sit right along some DNFs. It was helpful for me to see the sketch note, to see the titles of the podcasts, to see the number, to see where I focused my energies overall. Without the November series of the podcast, that too would be a totally different tale. But that series matters to me. And so there were a bunch of shows disproportionate to the rest of the year, a bunch of shows in November. I don't know if anyone else finds that series helpful or finds that it has resonance, but I'm glad that I did those shows. They have meaning to me in terms of where I am in my life and where the CMP has evolved to. It isn't the same thing as it was all those years ago. I am not the same me. It is not the same show. Even with its current name, it's not the same show. This new year still feels a bit vague to me. I'm thinking I might just have to look at February as a fresh start and see if that helps. See if it helps me mentally get things in line so that I feel like I proactively started my year rather than just I'm always trying to catch up. See if it gives me the chance to make some decisions. Maybe you need another start too, or a different start or a restart. I did kick off the year in my illustrated journal with Illustrate Your Week, and I'm really pushing myself to use color this time, watercolor specifically. Some days I feel a bit lost in that process. I'm just intuitively using color and filling space with color. It's just a different kind of color, I guess. But I feel a bit lost. Maybe that's with the color. Maybe that's not just with the color. Maybe that's just right now overall. But I am capturing my days, putting in some drawings, enjoying filling space, majorly loving the watercolor that I am using from Case for Making. It is beautiful and I just love the feel of it as it goes down. I'm generally continuing to grow and evolve my own illustrated journal process. There are so many people who keep illustrated journals. I wonder sometimes what holds us together as a group, just a big group, a group of people who do this, not that we know each other or are working together, just all the people who do this. What, what is behind that? 
Why do we gravitate to this kind of project and devote our energies there? I also wonder sometimes why it doesn't always feel like a community, why it feels like a race, but I don't race. And what I do know is that so many people keep an illustrated journal, whether they draw or paint or collage or use stickers, they are keeping a journal of days or weeks or months rather than creating separate pieces of standalone art. They might also do that, but they have this project where they are bundling art into the process of documenting life. I wonder about that mindset. For me, it's a good fit. I think it might even be the best fit. And there's no one way to do it, but I enjoy the way I meander my way through it. Illustrated journaling enables me to record bits of my days and of the world in this moment in time, while also allowing me to draw, to practice multiple kinds of drawing, and to create something that is, in its own way, beautiful. To me. To me, it's beautiful. To me, we each have our own aesthetic, and our journals should always be about what pleases us, what we like to make, what we like when we stand back and look at the work we've done. So today, just a moment of touching base, of saying hi, of saying happy new year, of letting you know that it's okay if you don't have all the answers for your year. It's okay not to have started everything you'll do this year, to not have clear goals or a list of projects. It's okay if things started off rocky or late or half-baked. It's okay if you didn't get to do all the New Year things yet. It's okay if you started something and have already changed your mind. It's okay if you didn't settle on a word yet. It's okay. Every year is different. Every year is different. It's okay to not be locked in, to let the days unfold while you sort out what you want, where you are, what you need, what steps you need to take, what feels right, how to hold on, or how to grow, or how to evolve, or how to move forward, or how to bring about change, or just how to fill space. All of that is okay. Sometimes I think we need to take a breath, and maybe we need someone else to say, it's okay. It's okay to just not know. But try to do just one thing, just one thing a day, at least one thing. It's always okay not to have all the ducks lined up, but if you do at least one thing, you will feel better. At least I think that's the case. I think when I at least do the one thing, overall, I feel better. I feel more in control of what is happening around me. Just one thing. That's okay. Everything else 
will sort itself out. I've been working in my journal, stitching on an embroidery project that I am trying again for 2023, and knitting, and watching a good bit of TV at night while I do these things, and working, of course, and worrying too much. We are dealing with a lot of day-to-day uncertainty now in a new way. The world is definitely muffled right now and at the same time, frighteningly acute. I may not have all the answers for myself and for my year or for what happens in a month or in a year or how in the world I do the future. I may not have all the answers even for what I want to work on this year. And some things that I really wanted to devote energy to feel like they won't happen. As days continue to slip by, I feel that more and more. But the things I'm doing, they're all good for me. And they fill the time. They really do. I am trying to balance these things and sometimes thinking, oh, by working on this, I have less time here. And sometimes we really need to see the reality of that. Figure out how we balance out these projects that we want to do. It has been raining here a lot. Weeks. Rain that has been hard to describe. Rain that is frightening at times. Truly. There are words that go along with the weather we've had. I'm sure you've seen some of them in the news. Atmospheric river is one phrase that comes up all the time. And when I sat to write these notes originally in the rain and thought about how I was feeling and how I am still feeling, it just felt really apt. An atmospheric river. I've watched a good bit of TV lately. I've finally finished the book that I was reading, started something new. The space in my house has shifted to pre-December patterns, sort of. Yes, sort of. And all of that brings silence and quiet. I am ready for podcasts and books on tape and videos in the background again background noise, pink, white, green. I don't know. Every time I turn around, there's a new color of noise that's being advertised to me. But even in the softness, even in the muffled headspace, background noise has a place. And through it all, I'll be filling pages with the thises and thats or the dribs and drabs, a phrase mentioned to me recently, one that I knew but that I do like the tribs and drabs. You, you, go draw something. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be nice? Go draw something. You really should. I am the art. The art is me. And that is it for episode 483. Wow, this felt so good. It may not sound so good, I still wish that things were a little different, but you know, it felt good. And maybe, maybe somebody listened. Maybe you listened. So thank you for being here. And I do hope your new year has gotten off to a good start. Or that you say, hey, I'm really going to 
look at the new month, the coming month, as another start. That's okay. As always, I'm Amy, and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy, and I share the hashtag illustrate your week prompts on Sundays at Instagram. If you are interested in keeping up with the CMP, please sign up for the newsletter. I so far rarely send it, but always hope to rechannel what I am doing a little bit and shift to some more writing that way. If you are interested in drawing with a small group, very small, very casual, then let me know. You can reach out to me and I will let you know about an upcoming session that you can try out and see how it goes. If you've drawn before and would like to come back, always welcome. It is an open door. There are so many closed doors and those closed doors are painful. So this is one small place where if you are looking for a small group that you can just draw and have some background noise or just casually chat, it's a thing. Thank you to those of you who supported the CMP last year in any way, Kofi or the Amazon wishlist or Patreon or a gift of ink or something to test or something to swatch or even sharing pictures of really cute little knickknacks to draw little toys and things. I really, really, really love that. So thank you. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>